This is In Search of the Pluriverse. We are Sophie Creer and Eric Vaughn. Join us in our search for a world in which many worlds can thrive. We were invited by Het Nieuwe Instituut to be the first curators of their traveling academy. For more context, go to pluriverse.hetnieuweinstituut.nl And follow us on Instagram at In Search of the Pluriverse. In 2010, we, Sophie Krier and I, lived and worked for three months in Casa, as locals call Casablanca. The aim was to embrace the city as a place of production and to make a portrait of its hidden qualities. We named it Easy Casa, Ville Inventive. The resulting exhibition was an optimistic tribute to the resourcefulness of a thriving city. Many questions, however, were left unanswered once the residency was over. For instance, the fragility and invisibility of the quite substantial informal economy and the large-scale gentrification of the city through capital investors. More than 10 years and a pandemic later, we returned to Casa, in search of who makes the city, who owns it, and who is granted access to it. Is everybody who wants to sit sitting down? What? Yeah? So welcome to this group talk, which is the end, unfortunately, sadly enough, of our stay in Casablanca. And this whole trip is part of um, the Traveling Academy, which is an initiative of Het Nieuwe Instituut in Rotterdam, in the Netherlands. And um, Sophie Krier and... Eric Vong. <laughs> Uh, we cu curate this traveling academy since 2020 and we gave it a title uh, in search of the pluriverse and for us the pluriverse is a world in which in which there is room for many different worlds and we are here in uh, Parc de la Ligue Arabe which was formerly known as Parc Lioté which was the urbanist who planned most of Casablanca in the early 20th century but it's commonly known as Park Yasmina by everyone who uses it and is in it, which already says a lot about Casablanca, like three names for the same place going around. Um, and our host today, or we are hosted by uh, Le Musée Collectif here in the park, which is part of Atelier de l'Observatoire. And thank you so much for having us and um, also arranging to put out the fountain because we're next to a fountain which is always on and which wouldn't have worked with this audio uh, recordings, but it's off and it's the first time it, it's ever been put off. Only for you. And Only for us. Well, we are very honored by that. And when it goes back on, it's the end of the discussion. <laughs> so we only have a certain uh, window of uh, opportunity. On a un petit temps pour uh, échanger. It will keep us tight, it will keep us precise. So, um, word to you. Yes. Uh, so, pour commencer, uh, en introduction de, de cette conversation, in introduction of this conversation, I would like to ask a few questions uh, to Mohamed Fariji. And thank you, Majda El Yassani, for the translation. And uh, thank you, Eugenie Forno, also, we met yesterday for... Uh, arranging everything uh, together here today, the, 
There is coffee, there is tea, there is water. There are some cookies behind it. It's very nice. So, Mohamed, uh, you are an artist, activist. And for more than 30 years now, you dedicate your, uh, your life <laughs> to uh, the collective memory of this city. La, la mémoire citoyenne. Um, and you grew up in Einchok, here in Kaza, uh, during uh, what came to be known as les années de plomb, the lead years, years of repression for culture, especially uh, end of 50s to end of 90s. Um, and you said yesterday, we had a discussion yesterday, when I was small, I played with the earth. Quand j'étais petit, je jouais avec la terre. Uh, and traveling to the city center here was a whole journey. Et voyager vers le centre, c'était tout un, tout un voyage. Et aujourd'hui, nous sommes ici. Today we are here at the Musée Collectif. So, so where are, are we and what is the story of Parc Yasmina? Donc, euh, oui, je vais parler ben, si bien que la fontaine est arrêtée pour, moi, pour, pour la première fois. Donc, euh, on dit peut-être, ils nous écoutent, qu'on dit arrêter un truc, c'est déjà pas mal. Donc, euh, ben, l'histoire du parc, c'est une histoire euh, de l'enfance, de ma génération, surtout. Ils ont passé par là, ils ont monté des manèges, des lumières... Uh, it's it's really good that uh, they for the first time uh, they uh, they put uh, the fountain in silence. Uh, for once, they are listening for us and they are following our uh, orders. Uh, and uh, the history of the park Yasmina, it's uh, it's a history of uh, all the all the citizens of Casablanca. Donc, euh, pour moi, c'est ils ont éteint une lumière euh, pour les enfants. It was uh, a park it was like a light for the children of Casablanca and uh, for Mohammed they, they, they turn off uh, the light. Et la question euh, bien sûr euh, moi j'ai passé quelques moments dans, dans le parc mais j'ai rendu j'ai rendu compte que, que je vais passer cette histoire ou cette mémoire à moi à ma fille et je trouve qu'il y a une rupture de passation d'histoire. He lived uh, in the in the park. He had a kind of uh, connection with the park, and he found it's really important to uh, tell the story of the park to his child. Donc, le parc Yasmina, comme tous les parcs d'attractions, parce que quand même, euh, ils ont fait un, un, un jeu des noms entre parc Yasmina et parc Sindibet, parce que ma génération, on, on était trop attachés à un dessin animé qui s'appelle Sindibad, il y avait Yasmina, donc ils ont créé deux parcs, Yasmina et Sindibad. They created two parks, uh, Yasmina and Sindibad, following the animation movie uh, Sindibad, so it's Sindibad and Yasmina. Et l'enjeu politique envers euh, le jeu pour l'enfant ou l'espace d'enfant, c'était prévu parce que les gens qui, qui ont approprié ces parcs, c'était un jeu entre le pouvoir, la commune. C'est comme, comme les gardiens, ils louent un espace, donc c'est en danger de, de, de la fermeture. Toujours les parcs, c'était en danger et surtout les espaces ludiques, c'est comme l'aquarium, c'est comme le théâtre aussi. Tout ce qui est ludique, culturel, c'était comme attaqué par, par la politique. In fact, it's a political game, uh, like like every uh, every public space in Casablanca, l'aquarium, uh, the park. Uh, there is always this fear of stopping the and closing the the public spaces. 
And, and so, Mohamed, you're the answer of Le Musée Collectif, which is uh, part of l'Atelier de l'Observatoire, and it, it's that it's not a museum how we know it. C'est pas un musée comme on le connaît avec des murs, mm -hmm. une collection, une... It's actually a, a process, a series of actions, a series of, uh, you call them dispositifs, mm -hmm. uh, des instruments, instruments, to make things possible. Um, and what did you concretely do? Because, so, Parc Yasmina, the theme park closed, shut down, and we see some remains, some mm -hmm. leftover mm -hmm. around the container. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, what did you do when they shut it down? Uh, concretement, what did you do? Pour moi, question de récupération, c'était une grande négociation pour faire sentir le, le politique. Que ça, ça fait mémoire aussi, c'est pas comme les bâtiments, mais ça aussi, on peut donner une importance, une valeur, pour qu'on peut, peut l'inscrire dans la mémoire de la ville de Casablanca. It's really important to negotiate with, with the city to take the leftovers of the park because uh, the park is a part of the collective memory of Casablanca and not, it's not only the buildings that form the, the, the collective memory. And you, you reactivated the respiro Pour moi, c'est ça. Je reviens pour les dispositifs. Donc, pour moi, c'est une sorte de, de, de réflexion de collecte pour un, un musée imaginaire. À partir de là, j'ai démarré tout un collecte à travers, bien sûr, c'est participatif à travers des artistes et des chercheurs et des citoyens. Il a commencé à penser que le musée est un moyen de processer le musée imaginaire. Donc, à l'observatoire, nous avons mis un tout processus pour arriver au musée collectif. I have to move forward in the interest um, of time, so I will summarize the dispositive instruments. Um, so some of the tools are uh, the container we see here, les vitrines participatives, the participative showcases, la serre, the greenhouse where you have residencies for artists, uh, scientists, etc. And then also les formations, the, the trainings. On va en reparler dans le cercle. Merci beaucoup Mohamed, merci beaucoup Majda pour cette introduction. <laughs> Thank you. So now it's time, I think, to introduce all the others present in this circle, this beautiful circle. And I would like to start um, with Muna Bergrini, who's next to me. <laughs> She's a, what is she not? She's a connector, a photographer, an editor, a communicator, and yes, also a dancer. With a passionate love, and I don't use that word often, passion, because I think it's it's most of the time it's sort of an no, not yet not yet you don't have to walk up to the mic not yet but you will <laughs> Mona you will <laughs> you have a passionate love for the city and its inhabitants but you are also a very and that's what we found out these past few days a very active distributor of knowledge about Casa and you are in the middle of setting up an international online and offline platform for dance then uh, next, uh, next, I would like to introduce in the circle Samba, Samba Sumbunu. You are a cultural mediator and urban sociologist. You founded Kandara Lab uh, for participatory city making. You are also part of uh, Africania for pan-African mobility and cooperation. You are a tour guide on architecture and heritage, busy for the heritage days that start tomorrow. Uh, connected also through that with Casa Memoir. Um, and from your uh, family lineage, you are the uh, percussionist 
uh, a conflict uh, mediator. So we see if there is a conflict in this group, we call Samba. <laughs> and then we welcome Ruben Dario Kleimir, a Dutch photographer. And he said yesterday, I'm with one leg in the build space and with the other leg, leg in catching that build space and the social sphere that comes with it uh, in photography. Um, yeah, and that's very short, but I think that's those two legs are enough for now. <laughs> and then we welcome Bodil Udraogo, Udraogo. Um, a fashion designer who celebrates her bicultural background because she's half Dutch, half, half Burkina Bay, by researching the art of dressing up. And Bodil added a word to our vocabulary. It's identity markers. It's manifestations of the self in public space. We, will, we might come to talk about these identity markers later. Who is not here um, by some miscommunication, and we really, really, really miss her, is Maria Daif or Daif? How do you say it? Daif? Daif. Daif. <laughs> Hard to pronounce for us. And she's a, um, she was a cultural journalist for Telkel and Femme du Maroc. And she was also an activist in the 80s, especially for women rights and the presence of women in public space, for instance. But she moved on to be an international cultural mediator and producing f producer for emerging artists. And um, since the city and its political cultural climate is always in flux, Maria moves with it. She calls herself a nomad. She moves with these fluxes and, and motions. Um, she's ex-director of Uzin, uh, an, uh, an art space or a, yeah, a, a cultural space in Casablanca. And um, she's also editor of the book La Fabrique Culturelle des Abattoirs, which, is an which was an important space in Casablanca 10 years ago. Uh, Francine van Westrenen is also here with us. You founded the Traveling Academy, which is the reason we were able to come back to Casablanca. And you are a thinker, programmer, Francine. You're interested in the formal, informal. And you are the head of agency, uh, the department uh, of agency for at, at the new institute in Rotterdam, uh, which is interested in architecture, design, and digital culture. So welcome. And <laughs> Next to me, uh, Ruben Yemo Odoi. I say it right? Yeah. Hello, Ruben. Hello. Nice to meet you today because we didn't meet before physically this week. <laughs> and you are artist, musician, but you were also a boxer, <laughs> you told me, um, from Ghana. And you founded the Minority Globe, a space which gives a voice and space to stories of uh, immigration of the sub-Saharan community. You transform them into theater, space, dance, poetry, and we will go see your exhibition after this conversation. Welcome, Ruben. And we're very happy that Groco, also known as Chick54, is here with us, a street artist who is omnipresent in the, in, on the streets of uh, Casablanca, but now here as a person, which is was sort of magic to see somebody in person. Because I now notice that the faces that you spray paint on the streets of Casablanca, they resemble you in a way. These very ambivalent, sensual faces that you put all over the place. So, um, and apart from uh, tagging the city and 
putting these faces in public space, you're also um, exploring the world of uh, installation art now, and you're working with the idea of letting go lately, which is an important notion in a city of migrants. So thank you for being here. And in the corner here, Jamal, Jamal Abdel Nassar. You were our uh, Maria <laughs> 12 years ago, and uh, you really helped us find our way in Casa. So thank you again for being here today, carrying that memory. That's really nice. And you founded um, here in Casa FestiMode, Festival of Fashion, but also Casa Project. Um, and you were involved in the past year as a connector, director for, to set up civic spaces for culture, like the Mediatek of Khouribja. Khouribja, the former uh, small town uh, where phosphate is being uh, mined, so Cité Ouvrière. And uh, we are happy to have your perspective here because you are someone who can <laughs> redirect uh, capital flows for uh, uh, qualitative culture, pour une culture de qualité. So thank you, Jamal, for being here. And now we start. <laughs> Long introduction. We hope it's okay that we um, take the time to introduce our guests this way because that way from now on we can all go to the mic when you speak for the first time please say uh, I am Samba this is my voice this is what I have to say <laughs> then the listener since we are recording will know whose voice is who of course uh, Eugenie and Umaima Umaima and Hajda so there are a few persons present that um, we didn't introduce, but welcome also in this circle. Um, as we said, this is a revisit, this conversation. We will do it in three parts. In 2010, we, Eric and I felt that uh, Casablanca was in a époque d'espoir. There was a, a lot of energy happening um, and th this had this was seven years after the 2003 uh, suicide bombings so it was like a moment of energy going up we know the period after was uh, more difficult and uh, we hope to hear and share now with you where Casablanca is now where is Casablanca now today so and how are we going to do that? Because time is limited, unfortunately. We're going to do that in three short rounds. And we will start with what is here today, as a sort of a here and now moment. Then we will talk 15 minutes about what's not here, what got lost. And we will end with the opportunities and energy for the future. And... Um, to talk about what's here at the moment, um, maybe it's good to think about or to talk from the discrepancy we all feel between the things you plan, the things you, you, you the laws, the rules, um, planned architecture, um, and then there's the reality of daily life and the lift space. So you have the planned space and you have the lift space. And maybe Muna, you can um, reflect a little bit on that because I think that's what you call chaos, isn't it? <laughs> and that's the chaos and that's also the chaos that you thrive on in this city. So welcome to the mic. Hi, before I say who I am, I'm not sure I got your question or your 
the main idea? Well, we are trying in this round of 15 minutes to, to get a grip on what, what the current energy of Casablanca is. And with Samba being yesterday or, or on the field trip, we were looking at architecture, how it's planned, but how it actually works out in, in daily life. And there's sort of a, an interesting energy between those things. Also between the laws and the rules and how, how life actually is bent around those what rules. What keeps you in Casa? Maybe is the question. What keeps you? Or what fuels you? What gives you energy? Okay, so I'm Muna Belgrini. <laughs> and I'm about to, uh, to speak about this um, uh, item of being now in Casablanca and what keeps me in Casablanca. Short introduction to my Casablanca um, uh, history, if I may say. I'm linked to Casablanca by uh, blood, first of all, because my mom is from Casablanca. So as a kid, we would come here on holiday. So I know Park Yasmina as a kid and Park Sindibet as a kid, etc., etc. But never got attached um, long enough to have a real memory of the city. Then I came here in 2005 as a foreigner almost in the city. And it was hell for three years. Absolute hell. Too noisy, too dangerous in my mind, too chaotic, too... No it had, in my opinion, back then, all the bad things of a big city and none of the good things of... A, that's how I lived it for three years. And I remember I used to, sell, to tell everyone, if I stay here more than three years, either I will have to like disappear or something or leave i have to leave this city before three years or i will go crazy i know it's been <laughs> a long time so i think I, I, i've gone crazy but i love it and i'm crazy about the city and what keeps me i think is not tangible even though i'm a i love i'm a hoarder i love places i love buildings i love institutions i'm very nostalgic i love the past but casablanca taught me that you don't necessarily have to stick to places as long as the memory is alive. I can talk forever, so make signs when, um, when I go way far because even the people around this, um, this uh, I have almost a connection with each one of them and they're almost as important for me as the buildings. Of course, every time I see a building being demolished, a little something in my, um, in my heart breaks, literally. But I learned that Casablanca doesn't live just with the walls. It lives with all the people who tell the stories, those who take pictures, those who leave tracks, those who know the stories, those who tell the stories, those who publish books, those who did things that we will remember in 10 days, uh, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. So it kind of taught me not to sit down and say, it should be like this, it's not like this, ugh, it's done, no. It should be like this, it's not like this, fuck it. It could be so many other ways, as long as you're willing to make it. Uh, so it's a city that takes what you give it, kind of adds a little bit of spice and amplifies it. So if you give it fear, it gives you spicy, super spicy fear. If you give it um, happiness, it gives you super spicy happiness. If you give it, uh, I don't know, if you're stiff, it gives you stiffness. If you give, whatever you give it, it adds a little bit of magic sauce and then it gives you that. Uh, so the city amplifier. as an amplifier, that's an, that's an interesting image. I, 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 that's how I see it. Then again, I think also the city, I don't think there's anyone, no matter how old, no matter how uh, rooted in here, no matter, that can tell you what Casablanca is, because Casablanca is everything. <laughs> I think it's everything. And as many people, as many voices, as many cities. And each one will give you... Um, I can tell you Casablanca is A, 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 A. 
And the next day you will see B, 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 B. That doesn't mean I lied. It's A, A, and B, and C, and D, and X, Y, and Z, X, and Z, A, and Z, C. And it can go forever. It's, uh, that, to me, that's the code. So it can go forever. The possibilities are endless. So the city itself is almost a hoarder mm-hmm. as a personality. <laughs> Which is maybe why yeah. I kind of <laughs> why you like it so blend much. in. So maybe I saw Samba nodding at that, that yes, image of, of uh, yeah, mic change. So Samba, maybe you can take it over and maybe work with that image of the city as an amplifier of a lot of things. Hi, I'm Samba. Uh, this is uh, what I am saying. Um, I will try to speak in, uh, in English, but I, I think I will mix between English and French because my English is not uh, power top. <laughs> and uh, I think these days was uh, the exercise for me uh, to practice my English. Um, yes, uh, when I, I hear Munya like um, speaking, I, you can feel that I am I am agree uh, because uh, I I have same feeling about Casablanca. I am from Mauritania. I come come to Casablanca in uh, the Andes of uh, 2012. And now I am, sometimes people ask me, uh, where are you from? I always say that I am Kazawi, like I'm from Casablanca. Because uh, I think Casablanca is a city that uh, he can adopt you and he can also like uh, re- Expose reject you. you. It depends. And uh, sometimes I said, uh, my, my talk with Munia, I say Casablanca is uh, like, um, like uh, it looks like person. When you give him like... Uh, time and uh, love he will like give you same thing and when you have like some dark like perception uh, you will see like dark Casablanca so this is Casablanca and uh, Casablanca is city of uh, as I say like um, a lot of energy this is was Casablanca in the beginning uh, in the history you can like start in the old midnight Casablanca into now you have a lot of people who came to Casablanca and uh, the city, as I say, is not just a wall or building. The city is the sum of daily life. This is Casablanca also, the city of a lot of energy. And when I come to Casablanca, uh, it was like the city that I start to, to learn the history of Morocco. And also, in the same time, I start, I start to study the history of my country. I say, wow. <laughs> and... Um, uh, also, um, in Casablanca, I, as I said, it's uh, the city of... Uh, you have like a lot of Casablanca. You don't have like one Casablanca. And uh, everywhere in Casablanca, when you go, you can feel Casablanca and you can feel also some... Uh, exception. Uh, ex- exception, yes. And... Um, uh, Casablanca is also the city of outsides. Uh, right? yeah. Outsiders? Outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, out? Des étrangers? Out- ou outside outside c'est une ville de l'extérieur. C'est public dire, space, uh, outside. Public mm-hmm. space. And uh, it's a city also who uh, can like change uh, like uh, visage, face. Uh, like uh, if you are like uh, morning or eight or night, and um, my experience in Casablanca was very, very rich, and it also was. Uh, 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 I had like a lot of uh, exchange between people. 
it's uh, my Casablanca for me. Casablanca for me is people that I know, exchange with people. And every, as I say, every people that I meet, they give me something. I give them something, but I go with something. This is the importance of exchange. Make opportunity to exchange, to learn, to train, and also to learn. Sometimes when I go like uh, for uh, when I do tower, people say to me, how do how do you do to for a lot of things about Casablanca more than Casablanca people? I say I took this uh, knowledge with people. People give me when I, I I I walk and I talk. I hear also people give me. This is. Uh, uh, my experience in Casablanca, yes. Well, thank you, Samaya, for um, sharing this. But I'd like to stick a little bit to the idea of uh, the public sphere and that outside living or the outside is so much, is a very important part of Casablanca. Mm -hmm. And I would like to invite Groko to the mic because as a street artist, you um, very much are in touch with the here and now in the public uh, in public space. So can you say something from your perspective as a maker, as somebody who's out in the streets and leaves his mark there in diff many different ways um, about the current energy in Casablanca? Hello, thank you for inviting me. Thank you, Mona. Thank you, everybody. My name is uh, Trick54, a.k.a. Groko. I basically I come from Mohammedia, which is different. I'm not uh, from Casablanca. Even I used to, to, to have the purpose or call myself as a king of Casablanca. But uh, it's with the time, I, I don't feel to, to own it anymore. Maybe it's, it's on me more than, than I, I think. Uh, this, this notion of the public space for me, uh, it's different. As you, as you mentioned, I'm a street artist, but I'm a graffiti writer more than the street artist because it's so different. Um, so uh, the notion of the street, for me, it's present more than the, the public space because the public space somehow a kind of uh, a topic, a kind of uh, the, the notion uh, to make the balance for everyone because the street, is, it's a choice. It's something that we can't control. For example, when, when Samba talk about the, the, the change of faces every time, this this is a kind of trip for for me once i i used to 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 be attached to to, to casablanca and i have to to come every weekend and i have to to to, to stay here to paint to 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 be a part of this uh, small elements every day because there is a lot of, of, of uh, a kind of treasure in the street. All these uh, this, uh, rocks and the street, the homeless people, the, the, the vagabond, the ar uh, architecture. The, 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 this is uh, my, my way as an artist uh, 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 with all of uh, its elements, a visual artist, a graffiti writer, a street artist, a uh, experimental uh, installation. Uh, but with the time, I kind of, I don't uh, feel it anymore, especially after uh, 70, 70, 17 uh, years of, of, uh, of uh, being active uh, almost every day almost every day being trackside, uh, trying to, to, to know every secret uh, of life, living in a Medina and uh, Derb, uh, English, Derb and the Bush beer and everything. 
with the time this 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 uh, this notion of of uh, the street it's kind of changing it's it's uh, it's going to be lost that's but why in what I, way is it changing huh? what is going to be lost and what is changing? Can you make that more specific? A, a kind of this uh, chaotic, this uh, uncontrolled uh, thing, this messy stuff, it, all this informal, you talk about the formal and un informal. The formal, is, for me, it's very, very limited. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe this is not the solution. It's just a question for us, because we still live in this, in this uh, crash and mixture between the society of group and the society of individuals because the public space it's a it's a, about the individualism to make everything correct for, for everyone and also if you see for example here this park or the park of the Enfa Superior you cannot you cannot act uh, as you want it's a, a space public space under some norms and some rules but the street it's a kind of to be in uh, being free and the same time to be in under the pressure of everything, of everyone that you, you don't know. It's also about you to make a choice, to take the courage to act as an as a, as a idea of a public space because it's not stable, it's moving all the time. It's just sometimes we, we have to, 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 to stop and think about this uh, public space being, where is the public space? It's under us and up us. It's only an idea, I think, but... Uh, that's why I told you I came back to Muhammadiyah to try to find this, this connection because I didn't, one moment, I didn't feel it uh, at all. It's, it's so, so strange because I, in my life, I didn't know that I'm going to lose this connection with Casablanca because it's kind of my, my love, my playground, the kind of uh, where I meet all the people, artists from around the world, where I practice my art, where I try to find this freedom to not be judged in the public space on the street, to be in not equal, but being anonymous and immersed in this wild, uh, wild uh, jungle. Yeah, that's very interesting. So <clears throat> we heard the, the city as, an, as being an amplifier, but also as an instable system, um, which is a nice addition to it. Thank you, Groko. Thank you very much. Um, so you, Groko, but also Mohamed in the introduction, you, sp you spoke about the things that are lost, the, the things that are, that are not there. Um, the repression, so in the 1980s, Casablanca lost uh, its uh, Théâtre Municipal. It was closed, the aquarium, also public space. Bibliothèque was closed. Um, speaking with uh, all of you this week, one thing we feel, and you can, you can, these books in the middle of our circle are only one tiny part of all the initiatives present here in, in Casablanca, which uh, rise. They, there is an incredible energy, like a fire. <laughs> and we also see that some initiatives, some places, after some years, they shut down or they lose the energy. Like from a phoenix, from the ash, new energy again starts. So um, in this second uh, round of the, the discussion, we would like to speak about this uh, cycle d'énergie. Um, Ruben Odoi from the Minority Globe. We didn't meet in 2010 
when we were here, but you were already here and you started the Minority Globe in 2010, your initiative to give a voice to the sub-Saharan uh, immigration community. Do you want to go to the mic and um, speak about for you what, what, is, what is not here in Casa or what makes the work uh, difficile, difficult? Bonjour. I am uh, Ruben, but I prefer being called Yemo because Yemo. with Yemo you can find where I'm coming from, you know. It's, there's no need of asking whether I'm from Brazil or Italy or I'm from Ghana. Like when I saw her name, I knew where she was from. Yeah, I knew where she was from before listening, hearing. Yeah, so my experience with Catablanca was about two events. One was Coming to Casablanca, three weeks later, I was on the TV acting as an actor. <laughs> and the second event was here with the festival of Casablanca, which is no more. I mean, things are born and they disappear. I mean, this is how Casablanca, you, we go with the flow. So my experience with Casablanca is a lot, a lot within the formal and the informal, you know. Something is happening, everybody is great, then all of a sudden it disappears. This is how Casablanca, this is my experience here. Today I live in Rabat. I sleep in Rabat, but I live in Casablanca because this is the experience. I call Morocco a school. If Morocco is a school, Casablanca is the university for me because that's where you learn a lot of things. You meet, it's a cosmopolitan city. And you meet a lot of people, you, you exchange, whether they're good or the bad for me, it doesn't exist. For me, I'm, I'm learning from people, and this is what Casab Casablanca gave me. With my experience from um, Dakar, where I stayed, I stayed, I had experience, different experience of art artistic um, process coming to Casablanca. I had everything where you have to, you, we learn a lot, and then you have to go with the flow because you can't um, boldly say you are a musician, except you are Hoba Hoba Spirit, or except you are doing uh, shabby music, and then you have you can perform in the marriages. So, so you have to every day be reinventing yourself. So Casablanca gave me the opportunity, just like in Dakar or just like in Accra, gave me an opportunity to do what I really want to do. Because if the music doesn't work, I still work in the cultural field, right? I can reinvent myself to go into something else. Then you are taking photographs. And people are like, you're a photographer. You say, no, I used to play with a camera when I was a kid. So I don't know if I'm, I'm a photographer. No, no, you are good. Okay, let's take it there. So you can reinvent yourself. This is a city, you can reinvent yourself. It's, 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 you can, yeah, sadness all over, if you want to see sadness, but you can re immediately, we have the opportunity to reinvent ourselves. That's why I like Casablanca. Every time, I'm, why are you living in Rabat and you keep coming to Casablanca? Are you moving the organization to Rabat? I'm like, no, it's, it's staying here. Even when I'm back to Accra, I'm dead, it's Casablanca. The minority globe is Casablanca, it's not about me. So this is how the city is. This, the opportunity gives you that you can do activities, you, are, you can do things and share with people and keep reinventing. Because in the beginning we came with music, right? Then you were on the TV and all the migrants like, okay, we are always going to do music. You're like, but I'm, I'm selling bread. You can't sell bread, you have to sell something else. Maybe sell the sachet that we can, the, the packaging, so that we can package the bread, you can't sell the bread. So this is how the minority globe kept reinventing itself that, okay, everybody cannot do music. I mean, if everybody is doing music, the hotels will not call me anymore to perform. So I have to bring up something else. Then, okay, there is theater. We're going to theater. Oh, we are actors. Sorry. No, it's okay. But I was just wondering that that idea of reinventing, yeah. that idea of that 
the phoenix, the bird that burns itself and yeah. then from its ashes grows something new. Uh, and your, um, Grocco, your theme of working with the, with the notion of, of letting go, of, of burning your ships behind you, or, or the idea of starting anew all the time, which, which also sort of is linked to, to, to the idea of migration, uh, you, go, you, you leave and you start anew. Is that, something, is that, is that part of the identity of Casablanca? Because it's, it, it has such a, a, a migrant identity and energy? Oh yes, in Casablanca we don't resist, we resilient. it's resilience. So resilience means going over the situation and reproposing something new. So sometimes letting go, sometimes letting go and yeah. cutting things off is a strategy. Let letting it go and maybe rework it out in a different way. See different options. Yeah, you want to do music, maybe, but if you follow music directly, it wouldn't work. So what are the options that will finally carry me to my music? So yeah, it's not like resisting. Okay, I'm going to do music. I'm going to be on the street and whatever because that's it. It it's worth it. I mean, you have to reinvent yourself, find a way out, and then maybe come back again to music. So it's not about throwing everything down, but reinventing yourself to see maybe Casablanca give you the chance to say, is it worth being a musician? You know what I mean? You have to reevaluate what you are really you are attached to. And be like, maybe finally, no, it's not what is working. It's not even what I want. Maybe I saw somebody doing it, I want to do it. So this is what I want, this is what I'm going to focus on. This, uh, this, is, this is what Casablanca gives you. Yeah. Jamal, uh, Jamal Abdel Nassar, do you want to, tu veux venir au micro? Et on peut faire, uh, on peut faire français et je fais la, la traduction en anglais. Qu'est-ce qui, pour toi, ici, marche et ne marche pas dans la ville de Casa Parce que tu es... You are somebody who really tries to make things work, you know, over and over. Tu as, pour beaucoup d'initiatives, euh, commencé des choses. Like the story of the, the Mediatek in Bourgia. Euh, qu'est-ce qui marche, qu'est-ce qui ne marche pas Wow euh, alors, je, je vais raconter juste ma petite histoire avec Casablanca. I will tell my small story with Casablanca. Euh, parce que je suis aussi natif de Mohamedia. Je suis, I am also born in Haïm Mohamedia. À 30 km de Casablanca. À Mohamedia, 30 ouais. km away from Casa. Et pour moi, dans ma jeunesse, enfin, quand j'étais enfant, Casablanca était justement le parc Yasmina. C'était la sortie. C'était là où on venait les parents, c'était là où tout était permis en tant qu'enfant. Et comme enfant, quand j'ai grandi, le parc Yasmina était le endroit où vous allez et où tout était permis. Après, j'ai fait mon lycée ici à Casablanca. J'ai fait le collège ici, à Casablanca. Donc, quand j'ai fait mon lycée, j'ai fait internat. J'étais interne. J'ai vécu aussi là où le lycée était. J'étais interné dans le lycée. Donc, quand j'étais au lycée, euh, à l'internat, j'ai rencontré beaucoup de monde qui ne sont pas de Casa. Et quand j'étais là, j'ai rencontré beaucoup de gens qui ne sont pas de Casa. Casablanca. Donc, et Casablanca, c'était pour nous la sortie quand on sortait du lycée ou de l'internat, c'était pour aller euh, les espaces de jeu, jouer du billard, jouer de, de flipper. C'était le moment d'amusement. Et quand nous avons le collège, nous allions dans la ville pour jouer flipper, pour jouer à la table de table, table pool. Et ces étaient des moments d'amusement, de plaisir. Donc pour moi, Casa, c'était toujours euh, en fait ce qui n'était pas possible là où je vis. 
était possible ici à Kazan. So for, so Casa was for me that what was not possible there where I lived, it was possible in Casablanca. Voilà. Et, et, et donc par la suite, quand je, suis, euh, je me suis installé à Casablanca en tant qu'adulte après mes études, c'est-à-dire euh, pour moi c'était, euh, je, suis, je suis venu à Casa avec un rêve au départ, c'est de dire en 95-96, euh, Casablanca n'a pas de musée, est-ce que je peux créer un musée à Casablanca And so when you moved to when I moved to Casablanca after my studies, I came at the end of the 90s, 95, 96, and Casablanca didn't have a museum. And you came with a dream: Can I? Is it possible to imagine a museum for Casablanca? Donc c'est pour parler du 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 musée collectif qu'a fait Ferrigi. C'est j'ai trouvé ça un format hybride un format où c'était des rencontres dans des bars et à la serre, c'était plein de choses et surtout des histoires. And so what I think is so strong about the musée collectif of Farigi is that it was a hybrid format with different uh, actions, um, uh, encounters in bars, but also the greenhouse with residencies and also the trainings actions. Donc c'est pour moi Casa c'était tout les possibles. Casa was all the, everything that is possible, all that is possible. Donc j'ai commencé aussi à, à travailler, j'ai créé ma, mon entreprise au tout début, où j'ai commencé à avoir des clients, j'ai commencé à, à travailler avec les gens, à connaître des gens, et à connaître Casablanca à travers mon travail. So I set up my business and I started to have clients and started to get to know people through my work pour par la suite arriver à cette communauté, à ce citoyen, parce que pour moi, Casa, il y a deux niveaux qui sont distincts et que enfin, je pense qu'on est... Pour moi, il y a deux niveaux dans Casa qui sont très distincts. Il y a le citoyen, the citizen, le citoyen dans le sens le plus large, artistes, communautés créatives, artists, des gens activistes, community, des gens de la société civile, activists. il y a le politique. Et il y a le niveau politique. Et là, il y a, il y a ces deux, deux blocs It's like two blocks. Complètement distant. C'est-à-dire, il n'y a pas de marche, en tout cas. Il n'y a pas de lien. There is no connection between these two levels. Eric asks, are you not a possible link between these two levels? Non. Non, il n'y a pas. Toi, tu ne peux pas être le lien entre les deux? Si, je peux. Je peux être le lien. Mais on est. Enfin, comme Farid aussi peut être le lien quand il va se battre pour poser cet espace ici, Just like Farigi si, si has jamais to... gagné, par exemple, pour rester dans, dans le contexte. So just like Farigi has to struggle and negotiate to have permission to put the containers here, also Jamal, uh, you say, I can fight, but... but C'est comme pour Festimode, quand on parlait de la mode, on disait Casablanca, ça regorge de créatifs, ça regorge de propositions. So it's just like for Festimod, the fashion festival that you started, Casablanca is full of uh, proposition, of energy. Donc, il y a toujours du mal, c'est-à-dire même pendant, c'est-à-dire même quand on fait nos preuves en tant que citoyen, en tant qu'activiste, où on défend une idée, il faut toujours se battre pour n'importe quelle étape, n'importe quelle idée. So even when we make our proofs as citizens, that our ideas are good, we still have to fight 
to struggle at every single uh, étape uh, fa uh, phase. Littéralement se battre. Literally to fight. Ce n'est pas, ce n'est pas juste aller rencontrer les gens et qu'on peut créer un dialogue. It's not just go and meet people and have a dialogue. Absolument. Donc ça, c'est-à-dire c'est là où il y a le paradoxe pour moi de Casablanca. That's the paradox of Casablanca. Tout est possible et tout est contraignant. Everything is, <laughs> everything is possible and everything is. Um, contrainte c'est quand même des limites c'est des blocs c'est des c'est des Obstruction. Obstructed possibilities. Donc c'est pour revenir à Casablanca. Casablanca, c'est aussi un esprit. Casablanca is a spirit. C'est un esprit. On peut être qui on veut. We can be who we want to be. Mais quand on vient à Casablanca, si on a l'esprit Casablanca, on peut devenir très facilement, très vite Casablanca. But if we have the spirit of Casablanca, we can uh, become what we want to be uh, fast. Kazoui. 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 On peut tout de suite devenir Casablanca. Thank you, Jamal. Merci bien, Jamal. So we move into the last quarter of our discussion. And um, to recap it, I, I, I it, it was hard to, to translate, but I think there's, there are a lot of possibilities, but there's also a lot of obstruction to make these uh, to, to get in touch with these possibilities. And maybe now it's time for our Dutch uh, guests to, to, to share their fresh eye and their fresh thoughts on the city, because the city for Bodil and for uh, Ruben was a new city. Uh, you've never been here, both of you. Oh, you've been there once, but it was way back. But you were here once, that's true. So maybe, uh, Ruben, you can share something about the energy that you feel in the city and maybe how that energy could open up towards the future. I, it's a big question, but maybe you can give it a go. Hi, I'm Ruben. Taking notes, <laughs> searching notes. Yeah, so, so so I'm here with the notebook, which I uh, it was a gift. It was a gift. This week. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> with the pen, I've been using it for weeks in a row or nights in a row. It was nice. Let me look for the line, please. Now it's it it was very interesting to hear that this particular park was the place where everything is possible. Which, which implies that it's not possible anymore. But it seems it's people are after a place where everything is possible. So where do places like that actually appear in the city of Casablanca? And if they appear, what do they look like and how do locals use them? 
is, is kind of a, a base layer I was after for the last week. And uh, I think the closest I came to searching for that was just yesterday afternoon on visiting uh, Boulevard de l'Ocean de uh, the Atlantique. So I went to the ocean. I went to the seaside, basically. I went there by tram. I toured half of the city. It was nice. It's just, I think the tram or the elevated highway is always like the biggest sort of driving, biggest drive-by on the city and all its diversity to basically, yeah, to meet the beach, to meet the boulevard, to meet at the seaside, to meet at the sand, to, 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 because as much as I'm into urban spaces and buildings and, and, and all, its, all of its congestions and all of its, its mixture, it's actually very nice to, to bump into this open space of the beach where, where people can just let their guard down and do as they want. But Ruben, you, 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 you are a photographer. Mm -hmm. You took a picture at the beach. Yep. What do we see on that picture? Because that's how you work. That's yeah, yeah, that's your it. lens is your eye. Yeah, it's true. So which, I did. Which picture did you take? I, I did two images, and the first one was. It's it's a rock basically. It's a rock, a rock with quite some garbage around. Uh, it's not the cleanest of beaches, <laughs> and uh, there was quite some litter. But there was were two guys sitting on top of the rock looking into the ocean and they sat on top of it and they, they basically had their jackets over their head, kind of sheltering from either the wind or the sunlight, but chilling on the beach. And they were on top of the rock. Hey. Uh, kind of on top of the game, overlooking the thing. And that was pretty impressive. And you were on top of that. No, I was looking them. at them. <laughs> yeah. But I can relate to what they do. <laughs> I can absolutely relate to, to this place where they have this overview and kind of see what's happening. The reality is, like, uh, pff, there's better places on the beach, I would say. So, so this was the first image. And the second image was in the far end corner of the beach. Uh, where I kind of walked to, well, I wouldn't call it a dune, but it's a kind of a bank with grass on the side, and there's a little olifantenpaadje, sort of pathway, which has been carved out because many people use it. And then there was families sitting in the grass underneath parasol, bringing their own picnic, enjoying a day at the beach. But the second image I did is me climbing on top of a rock, being at the coastline, at the, the, the horizontal end of the beach, where yeah, groups of men were just playing football. And they took it pretty seriously. They brought two goals. They, 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 they dig out the, the contour of the football pitch. Yeah, they were playing before I got there. They were playing after I left. So that's an all-day thing. 
And uh, yeah, yeah there, there's no referee, it just organizes itself and everyone's just out to have a good time. Some wear shoes, others don't. Up to the point where the tide would come in and the, the tide would actually overflow the football pitch. No one cared, just continue playing football. So there he was, the, the playing yeah. human being, the yeah. homo ludens that uh, yeah, Mohamed yeah, Farigi yeah. talks Which about. Which is a yeah. beautiful reference, Huizenka, yeah. Thank you, Ruben. Yeah. And Bodil, what did you... Oh! Did you skate in the streets of Casablanca? Uh, I skated, like... And the park? 50 meters away from here, in the and little skate park. And the street? No, no ride, and the street free ride? I didn't, I didn't bring my skateboard. If I knew... if it, I'm, I'm here to do the photographs. But, but next time I'll be here, either it's, I'm Dutch, I'll bring a bike <laughs> and a skateboard. Because the city is super welcoming for both of those activities. Yeah. But it's, it's, a, it's an absolute pleasure to capture parts of what's happening in public space in Casablanca on a photograph. Good question. Like a skater without a skateboard. Who, what is a skater without a skateboard? <laughs> So, uh, Bodil, could you maybe take the mic and, and share some things you saw from your perspective as a fashion designer and as a human being, of course, which we all are? Yes, I will. I'm um, Bodil Wedrago. Uh, I would call myself a visual artist uh, working in the field of fashion, interested in the art of dressing up. I think in my work, something I'm always looking for uh, is finding connections in between cultural aspects that at first glance seem far apart or are told us that they are far apart but are actually lived and alive but maybe not that represented in a design or in a work. So that's something I do for myself in the art of dressing up, in the cultural aspects about what to wear, how to dress, what to combine history and modernity in cloth and something what I've found here a lot and saw here a lot in the buildings that also Samba showed us uh, and in the streets. And I think it was also something Muna told us in the beginning of the week that if something doesn't work here, people don't hesitate to change it or to, to break it down or to fill it up, which will become a new design. And I think that's something, these connections are something I look for in my work and I saw here a lot and uh, for example in the buildings where everything looks quite the same and you had these small balconies which were sort of explosions of identity markers of all colors and fabrics and how these small balconies with fabric and identity markers talk again with the building how these two can em enrich each other and uplift each other as something new and I think I saw a lot of name tags, names under, underneath each other on buildings and how these two, how the name is not there by itself anymore but connected to a city and having a visual place, visual being in space. I saw that a lot and also the power of that and the, the no doubt of that. Or was it Muna or maybe it was Maria who also made really fun of this like you, yeah, you, now you're in the West, you, uh, now you see like politics, huh? we knew this for a long time, we knew this for a long time, we did not agree. And I think where I'm looking for in my work is always to find these connections, what I said about 
cultural aspects that at first glance seem far apart, but do they, are they far apart? Or is that something which is told us? Uh, and is it actually lived a lot in life as uh, myself as a personal being, for example? Um, and I saw this here a lot in name text, in identity markers, pushing out of the city and pushing out of the planned uh, architecture and, and building and city that I saw. Thank you, Bodil. So maybe it's nice. Ah, Groco again. Yeah. Come to the mic, Groco. Yeah. But come to the mic. It's a question uh, in relation uh, with the, your practice as a dressing up a designer or, or artist. When I was a student in the Licence Métier de Livre, we had a very, very good uh, teacher, uh, Monsieur Vasfau. Vasfau, and he's always talking about Casablanca because he's a real uh, Bidawi, Casablanca. And he told us uh, every time that uh, he, when he traveled around, he observed and he analyzed everything. But in Casablanca, he, uh, he said that's uh, one of the most uh, richest uh, city of the diversity of, of, of uh, clothes. It's uh, crazy because people were in everything from the traditional to the mix between the urban and the, 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 the urban fashion with the fake uh, trad make. Yes. I was, yeah, I was in... Lagos, Nigeria, and after that in Wagadou um, and Bobaji Lasso in uh, Burkina Faso. Then here, and I live in Amsterdam. So I've seen in the past six weeks a lot of styles and a lot of combinations and a lot of people trying to make affirmation of their being in how they dress. So I've most definitely saw a lot of styles here as well. and um, But I also saw a lot in in buildings and I think which is something really good here is that and which is really different from the Netherlands especially is that the history is not that washed away so Muna brought us to uh, all kind of flagship flagship stores and shopping malls who are now changing into maybe hairdressers nail studios of people from the African diaspora but you could still see what it was and I think that's how these two can live together and layer, that really makes it a lot stronger. And I think that's really something which, what I also see in dressing up, in, in presenting yourself, um, which is really admiring and really something we miss in, in, I think, in the Netherlands, but also in Western Europe, where we flash a lot of history away. So, yeah, I do see that. Thank you, Bodil. I think Samba wanted to respond. I, I wasn't there in uh, like uh, in 2005 or the beginning uh, of Boulevard. But what I see in my experience that you have exactly two or three level in Casablanca political people who think, who want to think, and who want to give solution for Casablanca, and people who leave Casablanca. And generally, people who try to give solution to Casablanca, they don't live here. They are the area of Casablanca, and they, yeah. and they want to give. And you have like the people daily life, the people who reinvent, people who try to do mix, close everything. So what can work, what cannot work is when you try to make Casablanca like uh, Miami, 
or Casablanca, I don't know, like uh, uh, Dubai. It's not, never work. They say Casablanca is, Af yes, Casablanca is African city, Moroccan city, Arab city, Muslim, and also Berber city. This is Casablanca, and this is also Morocco. So this is, when the people want to build Casablanca or to give solution to Casablanca, they should think Casablanca, think there. Don't uh, try to like, uh, <laughs> yeah. because well. after that, you have like the like crispation and the conflict between what the people propose and what is reality in Casablanca. So the, the spaces that can exist for culture are the independent spaces. Le Boulevard, um, Casa Mémoire, you named a, a, a few et, different et, initiatives. Et donc, uh, toutes ces idées indépendantes, toujours, il y a risque de disparaître. And because they are independent, because they are not, they don't exist by a proposition from the city, they also risk to disappear. Par exemple, dans les autres villes, on trouve, la, dans les autres villes, Paris, euh, Barcelone, on trouve que la ville qui travaille accompagnée avec des idées indépendantes. Ici, c'est le contraire. In other cities like Paris and Barcelona, you will see that the city will try to accompany uh, cultural and artistic initiatives. Here, it is the contrary. Donc, on a, nous, en tant que classe observatoire, on a un projet euh, qui s'appelle Madrasa. C'est un projet global qu'on veut faire des formations, euh, même pour les acteurs culturels de la ville, pour comment on peut créer un plan d'action culturel. As Atelier de l'Observatoire, you have one project you are working on now, the Madrasa project. Madrasa means a school in Arabic. Uh, where you propose trainings for the um, cultural actors also at the city Parce level for, to make an annual cultural policy, right? So that you have a vision for the whole year. On trouve que les plus grands projets sont, sont des idées indépendantes, euh, euh, non-gouvernementales. Donc euh, il y a un grand problème. Et c'est ça le vrai problème de, 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 de l'action, du développement d'une ville. So the real problem of the development of Casablanca is that the city does not do this while it's actually very logical. Jamal, you want to add? En fait, le problème réel, c'est que le politique pense la culture ou pense l'espace culturel en tant qu'un espace social. So the problem is that the politicians think of cultural space and cultural activity as a social space. Ce n'est pas à part entier. Ils il considèrent pas la culture ou l'art comme un, un, enfin, en tout cas, un, un élément à part entier qui peut agir de façon entièrement. Ils sont toujours liés au social. Donc c'est là où il y a beaucoup de confusion et beaucoup de... Enfin, énormément de confusion. So there's a lot of confusion because they do not regard the, the cultural sector as something of itself, à part entière, autonomous, and that can act also in the economic and uh, political domain. They, on, they always tie it to the... It's always connected to the social, social cohesion, uh, cohesion social, etc. Donc on pense que, que la ville, elle a construit des murs, par exemple, elle a construit le théâtre, mais quel programme Yeah, so for example, the city programme? built the huge theater next door, but what is the program of this theater that is not yet open Donc Voilà, c'est ça ma yes. question. Yes, thank quel you. Programme? And Mouna, the honor is for you. Yes, it's going to be an, like a wrap-up. It's more like a, a thank you and also like a, um, giving credits to people who do a lot. We were just talking about programs, about the fact that the, um, the politicians or those who are supposed to do things don't do it. 
But being resilient in essence, people who do things in Casablanca, I wanted to thank people around this this um, this table because they all did such amazing things that opened up the paths for many things. Uh, I will start from the right, for example, just Samba. I don't know him for a long time, maybe four or five years. But even if I lived here for many years, for example, Wulfa Firdaus, I did discover it through his tours, for example. And he did this for hundreds and hundreds of people. And hopefully they document it, they show it, and the word spread. I'm just going to skip to, for example, even Yemo. It's thanks to people like Maria Daif, where she put all her energy into connecting people. That's where I first met him. And it opened doors to other connections with other people from other thingies. Jamel with Festimod. Even if it's fashion, he used places like the cathedral. Back then, nobody even stepped inside the cathedral. And he also connected the... different energies and Orcaza Projecta with projecting movies from artists you would never hear about. It's small things, but it's seeds that are planted. Farigi, I didn't know who was Farigi back then, but I remember there was a tour of the, um, in 2015, I think, I don't know, and it was already uh, closed and it was a squat and he organized the tour in this park with these things, but they were, they were like um, drug, drug, uh, like, uh, you know, drug uh, kids living here. They were squatting with, uh, with their dogs and everything. But he made this tour before he collected these things. And there were people joining the tours and he did a lot. And then it goes, for example, even uh, Groko, before I'm, I knew him, he was like, maybe he doesn't think of that when he does it. But he made me discover the city because it became like a treasure hunting. First of all, he's everywhere. And when you see like a trick, you're like, okay. And then you, you raise your head to see where he tagged. And you said, how did he get there? And, it, and it's, it's crazy. And, you, and you, sometimes I followed his, um, his tags because he would do it in the street. And then I would raise my head and I would like, I've never seen this building. And I would jump the fence. And to wrap it up, it's little things like that that make people see the city differently. And how I'm really wrapping it up is... The, um, we complain about things changing, but I would like to say thank you to Internet, whoever you are, Mr. Internet, because people are documenting more. Dear, dear Internet, because people are documenting and people are sharing. Okay, it's, sometimes it's bad and the selfies and we're fed up, but at least we hear stories from people who live stories. Because when you look in the back, you see maybe few researchers who wrote things. It's nice. But now we have different sides. You have Yasmina seen by the skaters, seen by the tourists, seen by the, the activists, seen by blah, blah, blah. And I'll stop because I talk a lot. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> well, thank you, Muna, for that beautiful wrap-up. And maybe the internet is, is that memory of Casablanca that we are all looking for. Because we know when so many things are lost and being under pressure, and that phoenix that constantly burns and, and, and rises up again, the one thing we need is a good collective memory. And maybe the internet is one of those places where that can happen. Yeah. So thank you, everyone present. Great talk. Maybe Sophie wants to add some last words. Let's turn off the mic and uh, have lunch together. <laughs> Okay, thanks very much. In Search of the Pluriverse is part of the Traveling Academy, an initiative of Het Nieuwe Instituut in close partnership with the Consulate General in Istanbul 
and embassies in Germany, Morocco, Spain and the UK. The Travelling Academy brings together makers from these regions and the Netherlands to learn how formal and informal ways of knowing can support each other in tackling ecological, sociopolitical and spatial issues.